0: Welcome to the Cinema Rag, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self indulgent narcissist actors, directors, and producers. Here we'll laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does, and they've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. Today, we are going to rag on somebody, and that's going to be Olivia Wilde. And I think Olivia Wilde is an emblematic and paradigmatic figurehead as to why this podcast, this inchoate, fledgling podcast, exists. Because it's a perfect combination of movies with gossip. And that's what the cinema rags about. That's why May and I created this channel. So, Don't Worry Darling was a movie that she directed that came out last year. And I think it was more famous for the drama behind the scenes of this movie ...than the actual movie, which didn't do that well, both critically and at the box office. But let's be honest, if, if you're not previous IP, you're typically not doing well at the box office. So let's back it up. Olivia Wilde is in her late 30s. She was with Jason Sudeikis of Saturday Night Live fame. And he also did some movies like Hall Pass and We Are the Millers. And of course, now he's probably most famous for Ted Lasso, the TV series on Apple+. Plus. She got her break probably on House MD, the great Fox show with Hugh Laurie, and in its later seasons. They brought her on, and she did have a movie career to a certain extent. She did do some movies. I don't think anyone would regard her as an excellent actress, but she was, for a little while, I would say maybe in the in 10 years ago, late, not early teens, a relatively well known actress. She is at her peak, was strikingly beautiful. She does have those blue eyes and has a nice figure. But like many Hollywood actresses, they're more famous for their beauty than for their acting talents. Now, as she, of course, I'm not friends with her, but I would just speculate. As she noticed her career drying up in terms of roles, she decided to go into directing. Maybe she always had a lifelong passion for it. We can always ask Jason what what, what his take on that is. So she did a movie called Booksmart that had Jonah Hill's sister in it. And it's a high school comedy, I suppose you could call it. And it did relatively well for the the budget. And Don't Worry Darling was going to be the follow-up. And essentially the plot for Don't Worry Darling is a dystopian movie that takes place in the 1960s where these people go to a... I don't know how you would call it, like a Shangri-La town that seems perfect on a lot of levels, but then as you stay longer time there, you realize that it's not. We'll just keep it vague. It has Chris Pine in it, and it has, most famously, Florence Pugh, and originally it was supposed to have Shia LaBeouf as the lead male actor. So, Pugh and... LaBeouf were were essentially playing the fish out of water. They were the characters that we saw the, the plot unroll. They were the new people to this utopian town. And so you got to see everything through their perspective. Now, originally, Olivia Wilde said that Shia LaBeouf was removed from the movie because of his behavior. Now, many of you know Shia LaBeouf. Perhaps from Transformers fame early on in his career, and then he, he would admit it that he delved too much into the vices, and he tends to have a mercurial personality and so forth. So the story was he had to be kicked off the film. Now, out of all the actors that director Olivia Wilde could pick from, and look, she's she he's, she has some heat. She's coming off of Booksmart. She has a name in Hollywood already, albeit as an actress. But still, that she had a bigger budget for this movie. But uh, all the actors she could pick... Who does she pick? Or I should say, who decides to do the role? Harry Styles. Who, essentially, his filmography is Dunkirk. And he has a small role in Dunkirk. So in comes Harry Styles, who's arguably probably with Bad Bunny... Taylor Swift, top three concert touring celebrities out there, pop artists, so to speak. And, you know, of course, with One Direction fame, he has a very large following, and his music is pretty popular. He comes in and takes the Shia LaBeouf role. Now, next thing we know, Olivia Wilde, director Crosses the boundaries and has an affair behind Jason Sudeikis's back with Styles. Now, they're not married, but they have children together. They're essentially together, so yes, I would call it an affair, even though they were not married. Reportedly, Florence Pugh, who is the lead in this movie, Midsummer, uh, probably is one of her more famous movies. She was in Little Women. Up-and-coming British actress. Uh, not one of my celebrity crushes, a little too short for me. She allegedly did not like what was going on set. Now, originally the story was that she just didn't approve because Sedekis would come on set and everyone everyone on the set and the crew knew that Wilde was having an affair with Harry Styles, but they all had to uncomfortably keep it quiet. So, ostensibly the story was Pew thought this wasn't professional. And so when the movie wrapped she did not really do the big press tour, the junkets, to support the movie. She did go to Cannes at the end with the rest of the cast, but she didn't really push it. And most people thought after the affair came out, it's because she had this moral integrity. Well, (laughs) it's more like moral turpitude, but we'll get to that later. So the affair comes out. Later on, Wilde is unrepentant doing interviews for Vogue where she's scantily clad on the cover. She says her and Jason's relationship was over a long time ago, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? You might want to tell Jason that because he was blindsided by this. How do we know this? Because Jason and Olivia's nanny leaked a lot of information about the affair. And per her, and again, we don't know how accurate this is, per her, has found out because Wilde left her Apple phone at home. And so he checked the Apple phone. Boom, found salacious text messages. He's devastated. Understandably so. If you, if you don't know your person is having an affair, your, your lover, your lover, as the old lover's SNL skit with Will Ferrell and Rachel Dratchit say when they're in the hot tub, my lover, you're going to be blindsided and, and affected Negatively from it, deleteriously from it. He finds out. Then there's stories from the nanny that he confronts her. She denies it. Then there's stories that she still is having sex with them while having sex with Harry Styles. Then there's other stories of how he's losing it and putting himself in front of the car to prevent her from going to the set where she's banging Harry Styles. Who knows what's true? Now, both Styles, I'm sorry, both Wilde and Sudeikis came out afterwards and said, this was maligning, this is nonsense, don't listen to it. I don't know if they ever sued because if they sued her, then it would go to court and maybe a lot of what she's saying is true. So, what do we find out later on? Florence Pugh, allegedly, also was sleeping with Harry Styles on this set and that's why she was mad at Wilde. Now, Florence Pugh is a good 10 years younger than Wild. Wild's probably in her mid to late 30s. And look, she still looks good for her age. Florence Pugh's in her mid-20s. And I think what happened was probably Styles and Pugh hooked up early on. And then afterwards, Styles had a much longer tryst with Wild. Their tryst lasted for a year. And I think maybe there was a little of that jealousy and envy that... Harry picked Olivia over Florence because look, I don't think Harry Styles is attractive, but come on, women are dropping the panties to be with Harry Styles. This goes back since the beginning of time, and I don't think Harry Styles is that attractive. I think his music's decent. I've listened to his solo albums. There's a couple of songs that I do like, but it's 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 the, it's the timelessness of high status man getting all the pee he wants. All the P wants. So it's not surprising that Wilde and Pew would be throwing themselves at Harry Styles. And I think Pew could on one level say, I don't approve of this online this affair going on uh, d- during the production of this movie, you know, all this moral stuff, but really it's like, you know, she's she feels slighted. So Sedakis and Wilde separate and during the the custody arrangement, he allegedly serves her papers while she is doing a Comic-Con convention for this movie, while she's on stage. Now, he comes back later, and you can find this video on YouTube. He comes back and says, you know, I had nothing to do with it. The servers just had to find them wherever they're at, and and the servers knew that she was going to be there. I knew nothing about this. Who knows if that's true? And I will say, if it's true Talk about the balls on Sedeikas. Now, of course, Sedecas feels slighted, and it would seem plausible that he told the server server when she's up on stage to embarrass her. Either way, she doesn't take it out well. And now they're figuring out the custody agreement. So Harry Styles during this whole time, especially during the press tour after the production, because they stayed together, they were stayed as a couple after the finish, the finishing of the movie. During the press junket and all that, they're still together. Now, let's go back to Shia LaBeouf. She is running her mouth in all these interviews, saying, oh, I, I fired Shia LaBeouf because he was inappropriate on the set. Then, Shia LaBeouf, who just did a movie on St. Padre Pio and is converted to Catholicism, so maybe he's trying to change his ways, releases a video of Olivia Wilde in her car, talking to him on the phone, trying to convince him not to leave the movie, which is great, right? So it's undercutting her version of the story. Her version of the story is like, we didn't want him. And the truth is, uh, you were begging him to stay, and he didn't want to stay for whatever reason. So she's like, oh, i got to find out. Who am I going to get? Oh, probably a dude I've had a crush on since, I don't know, he was in One direction. And part of the, all of this was part of her machinations to bed Harry Styles, because she's in a position of power. And like I don't think you really need to convince Harry Styles to sleep with anybody. I've heard him on Stern, and you know he seems like the typical kind of cool, calm, collective Mick Jagger wannabe. So I, I don't think he's being like, oh, Florence Pugh, you want to sleep with me? Oh no, I have standards. No, the dude's bedding as many women as possible. So then look. If I'm the PR team for Wild, which I'm sure she has, it's like, how bad did you manage your client? To make things worse, during the press junket and to, to publicize the movie when it was about to come out in the fall, she starts saying nonsense. So, so she starts, of course, telling people that her relationship with Styles with, with, I'm sorry, with Sidecas was already done a long time ago. Well, okay, then you know what? if that is true, and I always say this to anybody who's having an affair with their spouse, then officially end it, and then start your new relationship. But your actions, and we always judge people by their actions, not by their words, your actions are no. He thought you guys were still together. You're sleeping with him, according to the nanny still. And he was blindsided, and what you did was wrong. She has not been apologetic at all. Instead, she's done the typical leftist, what does she do? It's a sexist Hollywood, and there's double standards. Now, Are there double standards? Can a male director sleep with a female co-star? Does it happen? Does it hurt their career? Yes, it can hurt their career if they're married. A good example of this is when Kristen Stewart was doing that Snow White movie. She was with our Pat, Robert Pattinson. And she had an affair with the director who was married. And it came out and it hurt him. It did hurt his career. So yes, it does happen, not maybe not as much. but I think her thing is like, well, female directors should be able to bang uh, male co-stars with impunity just like male directors do. Not when you're in a long-term relationship. No, it makes you look bad because what you did was wrong and you're double downing by being unrepentant. That's the problem. So instead of repenting and apologizing, she just runs her mouth about the patriarchy in Hollywood and all this nonsense. And so I'm thinking, like, you have an atrocious PR team, Wild, because you're burning bridges in Hollywood by talking about, quote, the patriarchy in Hollywood when given that men run Hollywood. And, yes, you have a Greta Gerwig. You know, you have Kathleen Kennedy at at, at Disney, does Star Wars. Yeah, there are females in power, but as a whole, you're not doing yourself any favor. Her PR team should have told her, shut the heck up, Olivia. Do the press junket. Talk about the movie. And look, bad publicity is better than no publicity, you would think. But I think a lot of people were riveted by the whole salacious gossip of infidelity and who's sleeping with who, but didn't really turn out to see the movie. I think her gambit was, I'm going to cast Styles because if I cast Styles. Women are gonna to come to this movie. I would counter that. Who else was gonna be coming to your movie? Men aren't gonna see your movie. This movie was meant for women, either way. So I think she cast Styles, who has essentially no date no no acting experience at all, to bring in the, the women, to bring in her fan, his fans. So if I was her PR team, I'd tell her. Just talk about the movie. The salacious stuff is going to drive people to the movie to a certain extent. But be professional. Shut your mouth. Like, she needed, uh, what's her name from Entourage? Uh, Debbie Mazur, who plays Vince's uh, PR manager. Just someone like that. I forget what her name is. Just just shut up. Just shut up. You're not doing yourself any favors. So then, post-Wall, Olivia Wilde probably thinks, I'm going to leave Sudeikis for Styles. Faws in love with Styles, doesn't think hyperopically. She probably thinks, oh, Harry's going to love me. Harry's going to marry me, even though I'm 10 years older than him and I'm close to 40. So she burns the bridge with Sedeikis, and then shockingly, and I mean this hashtag sarcastically, Styles ends it with her. Shocking that a man who can get the P from pretty much any woman in the world is going to dump a woman that brought him negative publicity, essentially, that brought a lot of drama to his life. And he seems like one of those, I just don't want to deal with drama. Okay, you know, drama, I'm calm, cool, collected, hipster. I don't need this. I can just be banging a 21-year-old college girl. Which he can. He's Harry Styles. But she's so deluded into thinking, oh, this superstar man will stay with me, even though he's you know 28, I'm 37. He'll marry me. No, you get what you deserve, Olivia. He dumps your arse. And now you got nobody. And now your reputation is maligned. Now we'll see what happens with your career. If a studio is going to give you a third directing gig, I'm guessing that a studio will eventually give her another directing gig. Because don't worry, Dolly didn't tank tank. But I think given her name, she'll be given one more chance. And she's still doing acting here and there. A la Judd Apatow. She puts herself in the movies. like Judd Apatow puts his wife Leslie Mann in all of his movies. She put herself in Don't Worry Darling. I think she's like the fourth lead in that movie. So I think she'll rebound from this. But God, it's, it's, it's so juicy. And this is what the cinema rags about. This is what me and May, May and I, I should say, like to talk about. Because it's... It's, it's I just love like the intellectual dishonesty and the cognitive dissonance that Olivia Wilde demonstrates in this. And just the the, the sexuality, the intersexual dynamics, styles. And then you had the, the meme of Chris Pine looking like he was spitting on Harry Styles. That was viral for a little while. You know, there was just so much drama in this movie. And I think Styles was just like, yeah, you know what? I got to bang Florence Pugh. I can mention that later in my memoirs or to my buds. Yeah, I was with this Olivia Wilde for a little while. I liked the older, mature woman for a little while. But now it's back to the 21-year-old thoughts. The, that, those, those whores over there. It's an acronym meaning thought. Those whores over there. And I'm just going to move on and she'll be just another woman that I've banged, a la John Mayer. Either way, guys, uh, that's all I got for The Cinema Rag today. Until next time, take care. God bless. And Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.